0: to 1 john chapter 5 verse 4 we've been reading the scripture but i want to read it again for whatsoever is born of god whatsoever is born of god question are you born of god amen are you born of god if you are say yes all right i know i can't hear you but i'm sure the people around you can hear you if not you can hear yourself all right whatsoever is born of god overcome at the world so when you're born again when you're born of God something is being deposited in you by God that is the divine potential is being deposited in you to become an overcomer so shout I'm an overcomer come on say it again I'm an overcomer praise God and then it goes on to say and this is the victory that overcometh the world so how can we overcome the world I know I have the potential to overcome I've been designed to be, to be an overcomer, I am an overcomer, but how do I overcome? And the Bible says, concludes, even by our faith. Hallelujah. So it is by faith that we live the overcoming life. It is by faith that we become overcomers. Say Amen. Now when you look around right now, it doesn't seem like a good picture. It's, there is fear and panic all over the world and especially in our own country when you look at the news it is very discouraging disheartening painful agonizing to see what is happening and for some of us or some of our people and those that we know our relatives maybe or our our acquaintances who are fighting and battling this situation and some have lost some of their loved ones it is such a painful time that we're going through and so it becomes when you're surrounded by such influence and such news and, and this kind of experience, emotionally you, be, you get shaken. And, we'll let, and if you let that continue, it can take over and it can overcome you. So we got to be careful that during this period, we have to do something that we don't allow this experiences of others and what we see and hear influence us to the degree that we become discouraged, despondent and hopeless come on say amen you know people seem to be lost there is uh there are no answers people are you know and there's they have have no clue as to how to handle this pandemic the doctors don't seem to give much hope the whole situation is grim and hopeless they're they're in they're uh, uh, you know encouraging people to take the vaccine but they themselves don't know if the vaccine is really 100 percent safe because we hear all kinds of news so for some people, it seems to be working. For some people, they're dying. So you become a kind of, uh, you know, doubtful whether you should go ahead and do it or not. And there's a state of confusion all around. It's So when you're so caught up, and your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, your soul is absorbing all this without any inhibition, without any control, then this whole situation will take over and bring you down. And, you know... That's why sometimes, as a result of that, fear grips people. And I I shared this on Friday, that we just heard about someone that went for a test. And as soon as they got their test result, which said they were positive, that lady dropped dead with a heart attack. She had a heart attack. And we're getting phone calls of people that are panicking. They're waking up in the middle of the night, sweating, shaking, shivering why because fear is gripping them but you see you can never overcome with fear you can only overcome by faith i want to remind you you are a child of god say that with me i am a child of god can you say that i am a child of god say this with me i am an overcomer hallelujah i am an overcomer hallelujah i want this truth to be established and settled in our hearts and i want you to know god is not against you but god is for you the only way as i said to overcome this situation and live in divine health is by your faith faith now let me read a few scriptures for you to encourage you let's go to the Hebrew, book of hebrews chapter 11 verse 33 it's it's talking about the heroes of faith this whole chapter is talking about all the different men and women of god Who did mighty exploits all by faith. And he says, who through faith. Everybody say through faith. So it is by faith. Okay. You cannot please God without faith. You operate in the Lord by faith. You operate in the divine spiritual realm by faith. You cannot live a successful life without faith. Who through faith, what were they able to do? By faith they were able to subdue kingdoms. Not by their might. Not by their strength. I want to take you to a reference. Let's go to uh, Psalm 44 please. Book of Psalm 44. Yeah. Look at this. They got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arms save them. They did not become, they did not win have victory over the enemy or the giants and the Nephilims that were in the land of Canaan by their own strength or by their sword. It says they did not get the land in possession by their own sword. Neither did their own arms save them but the right, by thy right hand, thine arm and the light of thy countenance because thou hadst favor unto them. Glory be to God when we trust in the arm of the lord when we trust in our god when we trust in his, in his word we are empowered with divine strength to overcome our enemy to subdue that which is coming against us you they subdued kingdoms you can subdue this virus say amen somebody you can subdue any sickness that is attacking your body you can subdue any challenge that's coming across your path they subdued kingdoms wrought righteousness obtained promises praise be to God the way you obtain promises is only by faith hallelujah it's not by tears but by faith amen they stopped the mouths of lions mouths of lions were stopped they were shut Hallelujah. Glory be to God. What did Jesus say? Behold I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Glory be to God. God is giving us the power to tread on serpents and scorpions. Over all the power of the enemy. So you can shut the mouth of this lion that is coming and roaring. You know the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8. That the enemy is going about roaming as a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. So he is walking around posing as a lion and he's roaring. And whenever the enemy roars, the, the sound of the roar puts fear and terror in the hearts of the people. And that's exactly what's happening right now. What, the news is the medium... The news, the channels, the, the, uh, the, you know, the social media is the, is, the, is the voice of the enemy trying to put terror and fear in the hearts of people, melting them uh, from, uh, from having genuine faith in the Lord. You know? So be careful. They stop. You can stop this virus. You can stop the roar of the lion, the false lions that are trying to put fear in your heart by faith. Amen. They quench the violence of fire escaped the edge of the sword, and uh, out of weakness they were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, and turned to flight the armies of the aliens. All these great and mighty things were achieved, not because of their ability. It was divine ability that enabled to, them to do the supernatural. Hallelujah. The supernatural is accessed only by faith. Somebody say amen. The supernatural is accessed only by faith. And you cannot, this is not the time, all right? You cannot afford to live in fear. Faith is the only way you can conquer fear and the enemy. Faith is the only way you can overcome fear and the enemy. Fear, my friends, let me explain a little bit about fear. Fear is a weapon that the enemy uses to attack and deplete the believer of his faith in God and his promises fear is a weapon the roar of the lion is sending waves is sending a sound to instill fear in the hearts of the people the news that we are hearing about what's happening we're not saying that this is wrong we're not saying it is false There are facts But if you give too much importance or cognizance to it, it will grip your heart and pull you down into fear. And fear becomes a weapon that the enemy uses to attack a believer and deplete the believer of his faith in God and his word. That's the purpose of fear. Because fear is coming to to take away the faith you have in God and his word. So we got to be careful what we hear. What we see, and what we think about, and what we talk. Because, watch this. Whatever you pay attention to, your heart magnifies it. Whatever you pay attention to, your subconscious mind magnifies it. That means, if you dwell too much on the bad news your spirit man will begin to believe it. Your heart will capture it. And as a result, there will be no more faith left, but fear will dominate and make things happen which you do not desire. Okay? So don't forget, fear is a weapon. Now, fear is designed to rob you of your faith. Fear contaminates faith. Fear is the opposite of faith. It robs you of boldness, the courage to stand up against the vials of the enemy. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. The righteous are bold as a lion. You can never win any battle in life with fear dominating your heart. You can never win any battle in life with fear dominating your heart. Listen. After the days of Moses, God calls Joshua and says, Joshua, now you need to inherit this land and divide this up to the tribes, according to their tribes. The inheritance has to be divided. That is your assignment. But watch what he says to him in verse 6. All right, let me back up and read verse 5 as well. I don't have it here, but I'm going to pull it up. Yeah. Verse 5 reads like this. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. Hang on a minute. When God said those words to him, he knew that Joshua was about to face giants who are the children of Anak, the Nephilims, that were almost twice the size of a regular ordinary man. And they had a reputation of winning their battles. Now, Joshua was about to face this what we would term as impossible situation in the natural but god said no man will be able to stand up against you now you have a choice i have a choice who will i believe will i believe what god is saying or will i believe what my senses are telling me my god how is that possible look at that guy he's twice my size he's huge he's got weapons that we are not even aware of and their cities are fortified it's impossible That is what is being fed into your mind through your senses. At the same time, the word of God or God said to Joshua, no man will be able to stand up against you. I will be with you even as I was with Moses. I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. We have a choice. See, the choice is, what will you choose? Will you choose to believe what your senses are telling you? Or will you choose to believe what God is saying? Despite what is happening around us, we have a choice. We can believe what God said. That no evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. I can choose to believe that. Or I can choose to believe what I'm seeing on television channels, what I'm reading in the newspapers, or what I'm reading uh, on social media and seeing stuff on social media. I have a choice. Now here, this is very important for you to understand. The more time you spend watching that stuff, talking that stuff, thinking that stuff, you are doing, you're involved in a process called meditation, even without you realizing. And what you pay attention to your heart will magnify. Your subconscious will enlarge it. So you will begin to tend to believe that even if you don't want to believe, that's what you will believe. Because remember, this is not the operation of the regular mind. It's the operation of the subconscious mind. So I have to spend time to develop this image and this truth in my heart. The heart is so important. God and the devil, both are vying for the heart of man. When you're born again, you're not born again in the mind, you're born again in the heart, your spirit. Which was said, so you can develop the inner man by focusing and paying attention to what God is saying and not what your senses are saying. That's why Jesus said, take heed what you hear. Because what you hear, what you see, what you talk, what you think about is what will be established in your heart. So God says, listen, Listen to me Joshua, you have to go, I will be with you like I was with Moses. No man will be able to stand up against you, okay? But watch what he says next. Be strong and of good courage. What did I say? You can never win any battle with fear dominating your heart. So what is God doing? God is warning, God is equipping, God is encouraging, God is exhorting Joshua. Not to let fear take over because what he's about to see or he has already seen is very threatening. The report was brought by 10 of his colleagues saying they will kill us if we go there. There is no way we're going to survive. It's impossible. We cannot take it. That's the news. That's what the media is portraying. It's impossible. It can be done. This is what everybody is talking about. But now God is saying, be strong and be of good courage. I'm going to get to something now. Watch this. For unto this people shall thou divide for inheritance the land. You got, you got this job, this assignment, and you're going to do this. But to achieve that, you need to be strong and you need to be courageous. Let me tell you, child of God, this pandemic is all over the place. We're we're praying and we're believing that there will be a sudden turnaround. Praise God, God will do it. But while we're in the midst of it, let's not lose hope. Let's not focus on what people are saying. Let's not focus on all the negative stories we're hearing. We're not denying it, but we don't want to purposely and intentionally give time to meditate, to think, and to talk about it. No. No because i don't want my subconscious mind i don't want my heart to be captivated and be captured by negative information because that's not going to build my faith that's going to deplete me of my faith are you with me so we need to do something about this be strong and of good courage look at verse 7 only be thou strong and very courageous and then he says that thou must observe to do according to all that which moses my servant commanded to uh, to and, uh, to the, Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. So he says, listen, be strong, be courageous. As you study the word, don't compromise on any area in your life. Okay? Stick to the word. Stay with the word. And then he says, this book of the law. I won't touch that right now, but let's go to verse 9. It says, have not I commanded you. Whoa. This is not a suggestion. This is a command. God is ordering. He says, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed or confused. Don't let this present situation, don't let what you hear, don't let what you see cause confusion in your mind. When it seems like there is no way out, when it seems like all hope is lost, when it seems like it's the end of the road, hey, don't give up and cry don't give up and question god but stand still stay put where in god because god is our deliverer hallelujah he is the one that will make a way where there is no way he said through moses moses was speaking and he said stand still and see the salvation of god they said there is no way we're going to survive this night We're going to be annihilated, whichever way you look and turn around. There is no way of escape. Hey, I'm talking to you. There is a way of escape. There is protection in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our way. His protection is made available to everyone that believeth. it. And I'm encouraging you, child of God. I've been talking to you so much about the blood of Jesus. Come on. This is a weapon that God has given us. This is a defensive weapon and an offensive weapon. I want to encourage you to apply the blood. Come on. Plead the blood. Sprinkle the blood over yourselves, over your loved ones, over your household, over everything, over your house. And say, devil, you have no right to touch my household. You have no right to touch me. You have no right to enter my house. Glory be to God because I command you in Jesus name and I want you to see the blood on us the blood of the lamb you do not have the right to harass us speak it boldly speak it in faith he said heaven and earth will pass away but not my word glory be to God your protection is a priority for God your blessing is a priority for God God wants you to be blessed and to be protected He said, thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come nigh me. Glory be to God. It shall not come. It shall not come. It shall not come. Say it. It shall not come nigh me. This virus shall not come nigh me. This virus, this COVID virus shall not come nigh me. This COVID virus does not have power over me. This COVID virus cannot attack me and survive. It will die the moment it tries to come close. In Jesus name. Come on. Be strong and be courageous. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. Glory be to God. Look at what he says now. Going into the New Testament. If you go to the book of Ephesians chapter 6. As he's closing closing that letter. Closing out you know. In verse 10 this is what Paul says. Finally. I mean he's coming to the end of the letter. He says finally my brethren. Do what? Be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Again, we are being exhorted. Be strong in the Lord. Mm. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand up against the vials of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Mm -hmm. He says, we have a battle on our hands. We are battling with spiritual forces. The, 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 you know, this sickness that, we're, that, that is harassing people and killing people all over the place. Its roots are found in the enemy's camp. God is not the author of COVID. God is not the author of this sickness and this virus. The enemy is. Uh-huh. So we are fighting a spiritual battle as well. I know it's affecting us in the natural. And I'm not just saying that you should not take any medication. No, not at all. All right. But remember and realize this is a spiritual battle. And, and when we are fighting the spiritual battle, we need to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Okay. So Paul, when he's praying for the church in Ephesus, sorry, writing this letter, towards the end he's saying to, to them, Brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Why? Because you have a battle on your hands. We have a battle on our hands right now. Okay, so he says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Now, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 6 says this. As he's writing this letter, he's talking to them and he says, you know what? I'm praying for you, earnestly praying for you all. And this is my prayer, one of the prayers that he prayed in verse 16 of chapter 3. That he would, that means God would grant you according to his riches, glory be to God, according to the riches of the Lord riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Where do we need strength? In the inner man. In our heart. In our subconscious mind. We need to build strength in the inner man. Glory be to God. So Paul is saying, I'm praying to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man that, so that Christ may dwell in my heart by faith. So how do I grow strong and how can I be courageous? How can I develop my inner man to be strong and not to fear? And so that I can declare like the psalmist who said, even though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear. Glory be to God. That means there is death all around me, but I will not fear because death has no control over me. And I walk through the hospital and I see all dead bodies all over the place and they don't know what to to do with them and uh, there is no space to even bury them and I'm seeing all this. Don't let your heart be perturbed. That's when you should speak out loudly to yourself and build strength in, in your inner man. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear. Why? Because your rod and your staff, they are with me. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God god is with me god is with me god is with me god is with me hallelujah the lord is with me so how do i do this how do i build my strength you know let me tell you two things prayer and meditation are very important keys here paul was praying this prayer pray this prayer every one of you i'm talking to you my people i'm talking to you pray this prayer every day saying lord Grant unto me according to your riches in glory to be strengthened with might by your spirit in the inner man. Lord, give me strength in the inner man. This is found in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16. Then, meditation. Meditation should include confession. Prayer and meditation, which includes confession, is the way to build and strengthen yourself in the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prayer and meditation, which includes confession, is the way to build and strengthen yourself in the inner man. Look at Psalm 119, please. This is what David says. Oh, how I love you, Lord. How I love you! your law. I meditate on it all day long. Hallelujah. That means I spend time thinking about it, mulling over it, regurgitating it in my mind. I'm playing the record over and over again. I'm meditating on, on it all day long. Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. Meditation of the word will make you wiser than your enemies. And then he goes on to say, I have more insight than all my teachers. Glory be to God. He has surpassed the teachers who taught him. Why? For I meditate on your statutes. I have written this and I want you to read this. If you don't intentionally and purposely, purposefully meditate on the word of God, Hear me clearly, please. If you don't intentionally and purposefully meditate on the Word of God, you will unconsciously be thinking, dwelling, talking. Mark those three words. Thinking, dwelling, talking, which is meditating, on things contrary to the Word of God. And this will happen unconsciously. Because we are more prone to be drawn towards Stuff that is, you know, emotionally stirring. And we want to know what is happening in the latest, as the latest news. We want to spend more time reading about news. Let me tell you something. Reading and talking about the news will not help you to change the news. But meditating on the Word can help you change your attitude, and your perspective and your stand so that you can overcome the enemy hallelujah so let me read it again if you don't intentionally and purposefully meditate on the word of god you will unconsciously be thinking dwelling talking which is in turn which is in turn meditation on things contrary to the word of god they may be facts and they may be real to the senses but not necessarily the truth we're not saying that fa- it's false, okay? We're not saying everything is fake. But the truth is what God said. And when you spend time like this, on that stuff, it produces doubt and fear. Spending time on stuff that is, the, in, in meditating, which means talking, thinking, Uh, thinking about it, talking about it and even uh, uh, dwelling on it will produce fear, not faith. It will instill doubt in your heart. Now, what does fear do? Fear produces unbelief. Fear produces unbelief and unbelief is the root cause for forfeiting the promises of God. Unbelief is the root cause for forfeiting the promises of God. There are... over 8,700 plus promises in the Bible. The reason we're not able to possess and enjoy every one of them is because, mainly because of unbelief. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 19 says, So we see that they could not enter in because of what? The size of the giants? Is it because the cities were walled? Is it because they're?" Military equipment was far superior. No. It simply says because of unbelief. They could not tap in to the supernatural to connect with the divine supplies and divine wisdom to overcome their enemy. What we need today is to be able to tap into the divine supernatural to receive wisdom and faith to overcome this crisis right now. Say amen. Hallelujah. So the, what, what is the answer? The answer to this situation is faith. We started with that. We said, he, he that is, whatsoever is born of God is overcome. I'm sorry, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And we overcome how? By faith. So the answer to this situation is to live by faith. So let me explain this a little bit. We know the scripture. I, I, I don't want to spend too much time on it. But Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the assurance. I want to stop there. It is an assurance. And I want to qualify this. This is not an assurance in your head. It's an assurance in your heart. We'll talk about that. It is a confirmation. It's a title deed of things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conviction of their reality, perceiving as real fact, what is not revealed to the senses. I want to focus on faith as an assurance. Faith is an assurance. It's a confidence. It's a confirmation, which means full confidence and freedom from doubt. So when we walk in faith, there, is, there, will, be, there will be hardly no room for doubt. Faith gives us that boldness. To stand up against those that are trying to, or whatever is trying to harass us. You know, if you look at the book of Acts, when Peter and John were called by the Sanhedrin and questioned that about this, the miracle that was performed on this person that was born crippled. And they answered with boldness. The Bible says they saw their boldness and they took note that they had spent time with Jesus. Hallelujah. When you spend time in the word one of the things that is produced in your heart is faith and boldness. And when they were warned and told not to preach in this name ever again The Bible says in that chapter, Acts 4, that they went to their company and they began to pray. And this is what they prayed. Lord, grant unto thy servants that with all boldness we may speak thy word. Hallelujah. Faith generates boldness to face the opposition. And then it says, if you continue to read that, the place where they gathered to pray, were shaken and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word with boldness. Glory be to God. When they prayed, what happened? They were strengthened in the inner man that they were able to speak with boldness. That's why I said you need to pray and you need to meditate. Praying much in the Holy Ghost, building up your most holy faith. And the same chapter... If you come to the end of it, it says, they went forth and preached the resurrection of Jesus with boldness, because with great boldness, because great grace was upon them. Great grace produced great boldness. Hallelujah to Jesus. Friends, what we need is not the grace that allows you to live life loosely, but the grace that enables us to live like God wants us to live. The grace that gives us the boldness to speak and to demonstrate the goodness of God, the love of God, the power of God. Hallelujah. The psalmist cries out and says, God, show me your power, show me your glory. This is the time we need to cry out and say, Lord, show me your power, show me your glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Faith produces boldness. When you lack boldness and you're kind of terrified and you're in fear, it's time, it's a reminder that we need to delve into the word in prayer and in meditation. It might take one day, it might take one hour, it might take a whole week, it might take for us to fast even. But whatever it is, you cannot afford to ignore that. But it is time right now, church, for all of us to develop our faith, to become bold as we face present situation and the present crisis and to be able to boldly declare not just speak loudly i'm not talking about speaking loudly i'm talking about a boldness that you sense and you know in your inner man be strong and be courageous be strengthened in the lord be strong in the lord hallelujah father grant unto us according to your riches, to be strengthened with might by your spirit in the inner man. Lord, I want to be strengthened. Let that become your prayer. That's when we can live, learn to live it in faith. See, when that boldness comes, there comes an assurance. There comes that knowing deep inside. You don't fear no more. I know who I am. And I know who is in me and who is with me. And I know, greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. I want you to know that this is not an issue of the mind. It's an issue of the heart. Faith, boldness, all this is an issue of the heart, not of the mind. But the mind is the gateway through which your heart is influenced. This is the reason why we need to care, take care as to what you will permit, not God. You will permit to enter into your heart. And don't forget what I said. Whatever you pay attention to, your heart will magnify. That's why God said, meditate on this word day and night. That's when you will make your way. Prosperous and you shall have good success. Church, this is not the time to spend hours reading about COVID virus. You're not going to make any difference to it. This is not the time to spend hours searching the internet to find out about this virus. You're not a scientist, you're not a doctor if that is who you are you are permitted to do it because you need to study that and you need to work on that but the rest of us we need to spend more time in the word because we are not going to make a difference by learning more about this virus I think I mean I'm not saying be ignorant about it but don't spend hours on it yes you need to read about it you need to hear about it you need to know so that you are not uh, you know um, Uh, foolish in how you live your life and, uh, you know, call it and live a presumptuous life and call it faith. No. You have to take all the precautions you need to take. Live a life that is sensible but not live in fear. Not letting it dominate you and its thoughts dominate you but we have to take the time to strengthen our inner man. So as I close, I want to encourage you and warn you and exhort you be strong and be courageous he said i will never leave you and i will never forsake no man will be able to stand up against you you can also say no COVID will be able to stand up against me no sickness no disease can dominate me because i belong to jesus and i've been i'm destined to be an overcomer i am an overcomer and by faith i shall overcome Glory be to God. That shall be your portion. I declare it in the mighty name of Jesus. You shall overcome. You shall beat this down. You shall walk over it. God has given us the power to tread upon the serpent and the scorpion. You have the power to to walk over this and trample this virus under your feet in the name of Jesus. Receive it now. Receive this now by faith and take the time to meditate. Take the time to think, to talk. To, to dwell on what God said. You know, last night, I was having a, a little kind of a get-together with some of my family members. And they were talking about the whole issue. And I was watching. And everybody was talking about this and about that issue of the COVID and what that. And then I, you know, I was not very happy. And then I was looking for an opportunity. And I said, listen, my vaccination is Psalm 91 my vaccination is psalm 91 Hey, I'm not giving my opinion about vaccination don't ask me whether I will take it or not take it my position can change according to the leading of the Holy Spirit I'm not here I'm not a doctor I'm not a scientist so I don't know I want to be led by the Holy Spirit amen so Don't live in fear and think that you're going to be defeated or this can swallow you or this can kill you. No, it cannot kill you. It does not have the power to kill you. You have the power to overcome it. You are an overcomer. God bless you.